on all things Spurs. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. Delighted to say I'm joined again by my partner in crime, Matt. I am Sam. Matt, say hello to everybody. Hello everybody and hello Sam. And it's now Thursday, so are we kind of, are you over <laughs> the heartache well, over, of Sunday? Over over what, mate? I, I, um, I, Sunday, oh, West Ham, 3-0, yeah, what a great result. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I switched off about 80 minutes because I was bored, you know, the game was done, um, I went to grab some food, um, I mean, wow, what a performance, why, why, mate, what, why, what happened? Oh, mate, it was a. Do you know what? I, I actually, it 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 felt like because I I was watching it with Seb and he's just yeah. probably the last month or so. He's well, I don't know. Yeah. He goes through kind of waves of things at the moment, but at the moment he's really into football. So as soon yeah. as he gets home from school, he's in the back garden until it gets dark, and oh, you can, nice. you, I, it's it's fantastic. I I open the window to make you know, listen on him, and he's sort of doing the commentary as he's so he's really into it. So oh, I used to, to do that. Yeah, it's fantastic, and he, like I keep his sister indoors because she just annoys him, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, but when yeah. but he said, oh, he's like, Dad, I can't wait to watch the West Ham game with you. He's yeah. like, well, you can't wait. And on the day, he's yeah. like, how many hours? How many hours? And he's just honestly oh, was buzzing no. about it. And then yeah, three new up, and we're like, I'm like, this is such a fantastic father and son game, you know. Oh. And then yeah. It crumbled, and oh, and, and mate, when that when that third goal went in, it, no? oh mate, mate, when that third goal went in, it was like a it was like a punch in the gut. I don't know, you it, re- yeah. it really felt like I've been punched in the gut. Yeah. That oh, it physically I... it physically felt painful, you know. I am delighted that we do record these on a Thursday. I, I tell you for yeah. why, because I think if we'd recorded this on Sunday. One, I think I'd have broken the beat machine um, <laughs> for for a language filter, um, and two, I. I was in such a bad place. I mean, I've, mm. I've, we talked about this before that, you know, after that Everton game and like, I didn't even watch the Chelsea match and we won that on penalty. And I admitted that to you that I was just like, I'm in such a bad place with like Tottenham at that point. And then from that week, it just suddenly felt like, wow, you know, we just went and hammered Man United. And it wasn't just that we hammered Man United. The way we played gave me this feeling of something I've not felt before, which is we were winning in that game. And then we came out in the second half and I had that Tottenham feeling, which I think every single fan listening to this will know, which is, until I hear the final whistle, we are not safe. Mm. And we not only came out in the second half and carried on, we kept scoring. Like We really went for them. And I was like, wow, that is something I don't see. Typically, when we're winning a game by that margin, Tottenham go, oh, we've done this. Let's, uh, let's relax, shall we? Mm. And it drives me insane. And then against West Ham, like, we're 3-0 up and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, this could be a this could be a rugby score, yeah. Because if we come out like we did against Man United, and we didn't like the second half, I think within two minutes I messaged like our chat and I, I was talking to a few other people as well. And I was just going, "This is really bad. The, the team look asleep." Yeah. And and to be quite honest with you, I think we got what we deserved um, because I think it comes down to respect. Um, I. Against Man United, I think the squad respected Man United, and in the second half, we kept playing. And I think against West Ham, they didn't. And we in the Premier League, you got to respect every team you play because that will happen. I mean, you only got to look at Aston Villa smashing Liverpool. You don't respect the team, you're going to get hammered. You're yeah, completely. Lose. You're going to get yeah. in. And, he, and oh. here's the thing that, sorry, mate, just to finish my point on this before you jump in. And here's the thing that I think is kind of like the perspective I have now on Thursday that on Sunday I didn't have, which is we didn't lose. <laughs> which which is okay. mad because it feels like we just lost the World Cup final. And to West Ham, it probably feels like they won the World Cup final. But the reality is it's a point. It's a draw. You know, if we'd have been 3-0 down in that game and come back to draw it 3 all, we'd have that amazing feeling and they'd be feeling like crap. It's such a weird thing in those situations. So 
I, I kind of like the perspective, like Sunday's done, we're now into Thursday, Jose Mourinho I think said it best, which is look, this isn't Spursy, this isn't the old thing, this is just a freak occurrence, and I, when he said that in the press conference this week, he said it in a kind of almost, uh, to me, like a threat <laughs> to, to his yeah, team, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, I used to have a teacher, right? I don't know if anyone else had this, but like school report, if like you were put on report, so you'd have to take the bit of paper to every lesson and the teacher would write down your behaviour because I was, I was a naughty little shit. <laughs> and I had this one science teacher, right? And I'd take the bit of paper to him at the start of the lesson and he'd write, excellent. And I'd look at him and he'd go, because if you're anything other than that, I'll deal with you. And my God, the guy was terrifying. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will be that. Um, and then... <laughs> like I just got that with Mourinho in this press conference. I got that kind of vibe of like that was a freak thing, you know. And he said it ninety nine times out of a hundred that will never happen again. So it's done. We move on. We forget it, and it won't happen. And I was like, the minute he said that, I was kind of like, if I was one of those defenders, I'd be like, oh, oh God, yep, it won't happen, boss, Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sorry, you, you were going to say something before I carry yeah, on. Yeah, do you know what I just rem- remembered? Actually, I think uh, Seb and I might have been slightly to blame for the second goal. Because oh, no. uh, in, it's, it's, you know you get these bizarre coincidences, but in the first yeah. half, um, I was telling Seb about. Um, do you remember Escobar back in the nineties in the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. shot dead after the Colombian guy got shot dead yeah, after scoring an own yeah, goal, yeah, awful, right? Yeah. And and we and and I, and I, I forget. I forget sometimes that Seb's only eight years old. And <laughs> I, when I told him the story, he would not shut yeah. up about it. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm maybe not... I maybe shouldn't have told him that story. You know, I, I didn't like, <laughs> maybe it's inappropriate for an eight-year-old, you know. But then, lo, lo and behold. It's really inappropriate if he writes a hate letter to Davinson Sanchez now. <laughs> Look he what was happened like... to your colleague. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but he was really upset by it. He was like going, yeah. Dad, it was only a football match. He said, like, yeah, what do you think? Well, he said, do you think yeah. the man, did he get arrested, the man who shot? him and I was like I don't know I said I think it was like think, some mafia guy or something I think he got a parade <laughs> yeah exactly but then like oh, what are the chances dear. of a Colombian defender then scoring an own goal in the second yeah. half I mean it had to it had well, to happen didn't it yeah yeah so well I'm glad you've owned up I've been looking for the person to blame I'll just drop a just drop Jose a quick message I've solved it mate I've, I've solved, solved it, it. <laughs> yeah oh the sod um yeah, it's, it's... I, I just, I don't want to, the thing is, and I know people want to talk about it, and I've looked at the uh, fan comments that we got to go through in a minute, which which we'll do first, we'll get out of the way, because of course people want to talk about it, and that's fine, but I am, um, having the, the time, like, between Sunday and now, it's kind of like, okay, right, let's just take stock for a minute, we're five games into the season, Um, what is it, two draws, two wins, and a defeat, I yeah, think? Yeah, 2-2-1, two, two, yeah. Yeah. It ain't bad. Look at no. the mad results that are going on. We're, we're kind of in it with everyone. It's just a weird, weird thing at the moment. Um, there's like no teams are settling into any kind of rhythm. Everton are probably the standout team. We've possibly Aston Villa. Um, yeah. Well, the but, thing is, you you look but, at it, Sam. Yeah. You look at it, right? So if you if 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 if, 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 if the if, uh, if the Newcastle game and the West Ham game. If yeah. the referee had decided to give one minute less injury time on both them games, yeah. we'd yeah. we'd be top we'd be top of the league. Yeah, and and that's the the tiny margins, and it's kind of like I said, it's the perspective of being able to take away from the emotion because I don't begrudge anybody when that third goal went in and full time whistle went on Sunday, feeling awful and ripping into the team. I, yeah. I don't begrudge anybody that no. because we all felt it, all of mm-hmm. us did. What I what I kind of struggle with is like the um, we're, we're now a fair few days removed from it. Davinson Sanchez is seems to be like someone who's been just made a scapegoat. Like oh, all of our problems are there. That's right. Now, if you look at our squad, I would probably say central defenders is now where we need to strengthen. You know, and we did try in the summer, and we're going to try again in January by all accounts. And and that's fine, you know. This is an area we're looking at, and and everyone looking at it could probably say, yeah, that's that's the place. There isn't a nailed-on partnership, if that makes sense. No, we got we've got we signed Rodon, haven't we? I mean, he's, he's, he looks very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, people, you know, we don't know him yet. You know, a couple of games in the Premier League, if he looks really good, I think people are going to be feeling really quite sound about that. And he's a left-sided centre back, although he's right-footed. He is a left-sided centre back, and at the moment, we're kind of four right-sided centre-backs in the squad that are mm. all kind of covering. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Ben Davis suddenly play left side centre back a couple of games, um, mm. just because to get the balance right foot left foot and and Davis plays there for Wales, um, but at the moment you know we're we're kind of trying to find the right combination. I think fullbacks were looking good. Um, I think Hugo Lloris said after the game that he was furious with himself over the the first and third goal, which you know it's one of those things. I I, I get it. I. I these mad situations happen, and like Jose said, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And nine hundred ninety-nine times out of a thousand, that that strike that again goes, doesn't yeah. go in. You know, that's yeah. such a freak. It like hits a foot, it hits Luis's hand, and literally goes. You know, it's the top corner. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that other mm. than just no. Oh, no. what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, sure. I mean, what what I'm gonna do then, mate? I'm just gonna fly to the fan questions first, if you're up for that, because. Like I said, I think a fair few of them want to talk about this, so let's get it out of the way before we uh, think about other things. You up for that? As long as Mountain Man's involved, I'm up for it, mate. I actually don't think he is. Oh, no, you're joking. Right. No, actually, I'm, I'm going to turn my microphone off now. See you later, mate. Yeah. I worked really hard on his on his own theme tune this week, and the bar <laughs> steward hasn't commented. Oh, no. I'm gutted. Genuinely, I've got one. And he didn't comment, because I kept checking it. Not happy. Oh. But anyway, here we go. Now it's time for your comments. Right, we will start with Instagram, which is where the, you know, mountain man normally shows up. But he's let me down. (laughs) Maybe he's up a mountain. (laughs) Oh, that could be it. Maybe that's it. All right, we'll let him off. Right. Either that or the West Ham result was it. It's done him in. Um, Jason Green, 87654, says... Will, I don't know how to say this guy's name, but like Vinicius, our new striker, Vinicius? Yeah, vi- vi- I just don't, why, why, why can't I think? So hopefully... Vinicius, Vinicius, yeah. Vinny. Uh, uh, Vin? Vinny, yeah. it's called him Vinny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, will he be the striker that Spurs need, or will he be a flop? I mean, that's an impossible thing to answer. Um, oh, total flop, I don't know. Um, but the thing is, I mean, like in, in what context? Because obviously, in in, yeah. in context of doing, do we need a striker? Generally, not really. Because I mean, like you know, the attacking attacking force we've got seems to be kind of, Harry Kane seems to be all right at the moment. Bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it's only like nine goals and nine assists or something in his first five games or something. Yeah. Like that, and oh, it, you know, but bang but, average, um, bang, bang average, average, yeah. yeah. But in a, in a, in terms of doing, you know, is he what we need for? Um, like Europa League games and that, I, I'd suggest so. I mean, obviously, yeah. we've, like you say, we've not seen him play yet, but he seemed to do fairly, fairly well in Portugal yeah. last year, didn't he? So he, he, it's one of those things. Like you look at, but like Vincent Janssen, for example, if you looked at him on paper and looked at him, like the scout report of him, so to speak, in Holland, he had everything to make it in England. You know, the physicality, uh, heading ability, um, sort of fox in the box mentality. You know, everything made sense, but it just never worked for him. It, he just was never able to settle. Um, there's so many factors into that. Now, this guy, again, you look at him and you think, well, yeah, he was a central defender to start before he got converted to a centre forward. So, really physical, very skillful on the ball. Like Every na- every Brazilian appears to be born with a football. I just don't know mm. how they do it, but they do. <laughs> um, yeah. Just natural ability. Um, and I'm hoping he's going to start tonight. I'm hoping it's Kane on the bench and this guy's starting, just because it kind of gives him that, like, look, you know, we're trusting you. Go out there, you know. And just from us as fans' point of view, Kane's on the bench. <laughs> you know, mm, if things yeah. ain't working, we know we know we can give him a ring. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping to see him start. It'd just just be great to see what he's about. See how the team plays with him. See if it alters how we play. Because Kane in our system with Kane is now dropping deeper, setting stuff up. But this guy did get a load of assists in in um in Portugal. So it could be, you know, like for like in a way, or just not at the same level. So, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, Matt Harris underscore 16 says, do you think Harry Winks is to blame for the last goal against West Ham? Or was it simply just poor game management? He did get blamed a lot by fans for that. Um mm. I mean, I, I don't want to. I know we, I know we spend a lot of time as well attacking, attacking Serge Aurier, but yeah. I mean, it's so unnecessary giving that free kick away at the end when it, it's just like, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, it was. You know, it's it's a it's a strange thing, but I do actually think it's poor game management over individuals because you can point to about 
for each of their goals, you can probably point to maybe 10 individual errors, you know, across the three goals. You could probably point mm. to and go, well, you didn't need to do that. You didn't need to do that. You should have done that. But when it's like that, and it's a continuing theme, in my opinion, that this seems to keep happening with situations, it's a mentality. It's like a, um, almost like a coaching thing that Jose needs to correct, which is, in this situation, you do this. Now, I, I can only talk from my own experience when I was playing rugby. And I actually, when I retired from playing, I became a coach. And one of the things, one of the things on one of the courses I was on, they did and they broke it down. And it was initially done by Sir Bobby Robson, you know, for football. But it sort of came across is you literally set up situations and then you stop the game, you stop what everyone's doing, you go right, everyone look around, look at where you stood, look at the positions. This is the situation. What should you do? And like in those situations, like all of us are watching that game, it's like when the ball fell to Winks, Rose said, I don't want you yeah. to play. I don't want you to try and set up a counter-attack to make it 4-2. Mm. I want that ball gone, off mm. the park, out the stadium, lever it. Every fan will say that to you. But he could be being coached to always look for the pass, always try and go for a goal. It doesn't sound very Jose. But it does sound very Pochettino, which a lot of people have got to understand. A lot of these players were coached by for the best part of six years. Yeah, sure. You're not sure. Go- you're not going to break the habit. You know, you're not going to break these kind of routines while working with a coach for six, seven, eight months, especially when it's been like six, seven, eight. Well, well, the best part of a year, just all over the place due to COVID. You know. Yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> So it just feels to me like they need to get to that point where Jose does with his teams, which is you don't do that. In that situation, you're in minute 89. We've just conceded two goals, you know, 90 whatever. We've just conceded two. They're all over us. The ball drops to you. Boom, it goes. You don't, you know, that's it. Just boom, and then everybody pushes out, and they've got to start again. Just don't mess with it. Um, so I think it's a game management thing, and I think it's something that will change. I, I'm seeing things all the time change, um, you know, over time. I'm I'm seeing it a lot, and this just feels like it's something that's lagging behind. Um, you know, personnel being changed, I think we will see it improve. That's my optimistic point of view, anyway. I like it. Jake Bennett, 17, says, Defensively, we've obviously been struggling for a little while. What do you think our strongest defence is, and what do you think our problem is? Well, I think we just discussed the problem, but Matt, who would you pick as a back four, or would you go back five as our strongest defence? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a diff because I know we, you, you mentioned it a little while ago about you know uh, uh, it does need strengthening. It's, it's yeah. I mean, I, I I've always been a fan of Toby. I, I really like him, yeah. but I don't know. It, it just seems. I mean, do you think age is catching up with him? Which, which, I he's, he's always been at, like, you know, you always think if Toby's in the first 11, then the, the, team, the, the opposition will be lucky to get one, let alone two goals. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like that anymore. Nah. And, um, and Go on, mate. Go on. Partnership, a partnership's changed as well. It, you know, him and Jan's understanding was like, um, you know, one stepped one way, the other stepped with him, you know? It yeah. was just... They played together yeah. so long, and he doesn't ever have a partner. You, you know, you look at the defense like Sanchez and Dyer, Toby and Dyer, Sanchez and Toby. Um, you know, we got the new guy coming in. Um, Tanganga comes in. We haven't had a central defensive pairing that everyone goes. That's it. That's our first choice central defenders for two seasons. Would you say? Yeah, Not maybe yeah. a little bit longer. Yeah. And that that needs to happen, you know, because prior to that, when we were defending, you know, we had the best defense in for in the league for two seasons. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. Was, and that was Rosen Walker bombing forward. You know, they weren't, you know, they weren't defensive minded fullbacks. But you had Toby and Yan, absolute rock solid with a Wanyama or Dyer in front of them. Now we got Hoybier there doing the job, but we just don't have that. There's like a confidence thing as well, I think. I think their confidence, all of their confidence is low. Because the minute that first goal went in, I don't know if you saw it, there was um, a zoom in from the camera on Toby yes. and Sanchez. The yes. person looked terrified. Yes, absolutely, they I agree with you. panic-stricken. Yeah, yeah they did, and you're that's right. That's confidence. You know, a free yeah. goal goes in on 80-something minutes, everyone should just go, oh, calm it down. You know, we're 3-1 up. Right, all we do now, game management... We get the ball, we keep it, we completely diffuse this, don't yeah. worry. Mm. But they look terrified. 
Yeah. And it just like West Ham just kept throwing pelters in there. And if I was looking at them, I'd go, yeah, just get the ball in the box because mm. they look like they're nervous. And then Sanchez scores an own goal. You know, all of that comes from this kind of they don't look solid in their position. None of them know they're going to play next week. You know, all of them are just nervous, walking on eggshells. It just doesn't look settled, and and that's what I think needs to change. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But so picking a back four at the moment, I don't think I can. No, it's it's difficult. It's really difficult. Yeah, fullbacks. I'd go Regulon and Doherty for me, but um... Regulon seems to really settled in quickly, hasn't he? He's like, yeah. you know, you, he you, he, considering he's life. like, you know, he's never yeah. played in England before. Yeah, but like, he, he just seems, he's one of them players, I think, that's come from abroad that just seems like he's played in the Premier League for years, doesn't for he? He's, he's just yeah, completely he's, settled. Yeah, no, I agree. He, he does, he looks great. Um, yeah, no, he does look great and I, I hope that continues and I hope he's enjoying it as much as he appears to be because, you know, Real Madrid have got the buyback clause for the next two summers. Um, but you know, labour laws as they are, the guy has to want to leave. You know, yeah, they can't just force him. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I hope he's enjoying it because uh, I'd think he could become a, you know, hell of a player for us. Mm. Um, so over to Facebook, we had a message from Matt Hope. Um, Matt comes from a land down under. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Matt says, haven't commented in a while, guys. Had some stuff going on the past few months. Haven't we all, brother? (laughs) (laughs) It's been a bit crazy. Um, And he just sort of said how nice it is to have the podcast, um, which is very kind. He says, big love. So big love going back to you, Matt. I hope you're keeping well, brother. Um, So the comments on the post, uh, we got James Campbell says, was the West Ham situation an indication of systemic problems with how the team defends, or was it just unlucky and or a product of complacency? I think we've kind of covered all of that. Yeah, it's 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 funny because you know you you look at the the Newcastle game, yeah. and I actually I felt I felt the sucker punch more in the West Ham game. I don't know if that's because it's West Ham, and I knew that I was going to get the the and I've got it already like all the stuff on Facebook from all the West Ham <laughs> oh, fans. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know Whereas I only I think I only know two Newcastle fans, you know, so I I yeah. wasn't kind of expecting that as much. I don't know if that's it, it, part of it, but. Yeah. I, I I think because I've been trying to sort of reflect on it, and I think with the Newcastle one, it it was the anger wasn't at Spurs; it was just at the, yeah. the at the at the the rules of the game. Yeah. But this and but this one was yeah, was it, it was Tottenham. Yeah, it was <laughs> like you know you've let yourself down. There's nothing. Yeah. You, I mean, there was, there was the argument from people that you know the New, Newcastle game we should have been far so far gone that that goal didn't matter. Yeah, but, but, but no, still, I agree with you. The, yeah, the anger was. Was it the the rules and the decision making as opposed to as opposed to this, where you're just focused on the players going, dude, what the hell? Have yeah, you done to me? <laughs> I know, and, and and it's like you say that like I know Lanzini likes scoring against us anyway, and it, you yeah. know the the right felt felt on the wall, but it just it was just a, it was so. It was so disappointing. I mean, I, I I really got the hump with it afterwards. I mean, I remember oh, yeah. throwing something across the floor, uh, room, like whatever I could find, it's like a tea towel, and I launched it and set and said left the room and went into the garden. I think he was a little bit frightened and oh, I kind of, and I didn't want to frighten him. Do you know what I mean? But I just yeah. was so angry and like really, it really like, and I know you sort of lose how you felt similar, but it yeah. was a, one of the real, like I know, look, I, I, this is the thing, right? People will, people will go, oh, you know, it's so typical Spurs. It's typical yeah. Spurs. It's what this always happens to us. But, and, and I was thinking about this actually, because you know, we don't we don't live we we only see it like as Spurs fans. We're only ever going to see it from our own perspective of being Spurs fans. Yeah. So, you you can support any. I guarantee you, support any club in the country, whether it's a team in the Premier League or whatever league yeah. in, in in England. Uh, and these kind of things happen all the time. I mean, yep. like like we've seen some ridiculous ones. I, 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 one that come to mind was um, uh, when I saw it was an old game. Uh, that I saw uh, someone had shared a clip on, or or it come up as an advert, advert on Facebook, and it was was it a playoff game where I think Charlton were involved and another team, and and they missed a penalty. They had a penalty to to, to win the game to get to go to the playoff yeah. finals, and they missed it. And the other team, or they saved it, and they went down the other end and scored. Yeah, scored yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so if you supported that team that missed that penalty, you would just be on the floor in pain, yeah. wouldn't you? You know, so the, it, this happens to. To our teams, it just that's not just a Spurs thing that happens. I mean, another example, I mean, and, and mate, that's such a great point because it is true. You kind of 
you get embroiled in this kind of woe is me, why is it always us? And I'm guilty of that because on Sunday I think I even messaged you saying I am so sick of this happening. Why does this why does this club do this to us all mm. the time? Mm. Um and Liverpool this week, they've lost Virgil van Dyke. A really horrible injury. Get well soon. You know, he's a he seems a really good guy, Virgil van Dyke. Yeah. Um but the way the fans have reacted to it the Pickford challenge was awful, right? The guy should have been sent off. They should have had retrospective action. It was appalling. Yeah, it was. If, if that was on the street, he would have been. But they have for that. reacted like they are the only club in history to ever have a dodgy decision go against them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and they've even like their own the press, like the Liverpool Echo stuff, like I've called it the worst travesty decision in the history of football. <laughs> And every Tottenham fan must have just looked at it and gone, really? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Here's a picture of Sissoko getting hit in the armpit in a Champions League final 30 yeah. seconds in. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's a copy of how the rules were changed after the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. And, and the thing is, the even worst... if you... Go on, mate. Sorry, no, I was just going to say, the worst thing about that is they changed the rules for the final and then change them back afterwards. Yeah, it's it's an utter sick now, isn't that it? That is when you look at that as a Tottenham fan, and that's when you feel hard done by. You know, that is when you look at that and I can go, yeah, that's that's about right. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about right. But, 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 yeah, but you are right. Yeah, yeah. You look at the you look at like you know you mentioned that game that that um, Merseyside derby. You look yeah. at like they Liverpool should have won it. That was never offside. Their, their no, winning goal was no. it. There was never in a million years offside. I don't know how on earth they saw that as offside. So, Mate, you, you, as I, a Liverpool I fan, one of his, I think one of his pubes must have just been protruding from his shorts. <laughs> it's or just unreal, wasn't it? Bullshit. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. And you know, you got every reason to feel aggrieved with the officiating. That one hundred percent, I am on board with. You are so right to be angry about those decisions. Mm. But to brand it as the greatest travesty in yeah, the history of football, on. I mean. Come on. Yeah, all right, guys. <laughs> uh, next question from Yasin Dagari. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Apologies if I'm not. What's making us concede so many goals from set pieces? How can the coaching staff address the issue and will they? I think it's confidence. I think they all look terrified back there. I think Larice has lost confidence in his central defenders to deal and he's coming and then stopping and coming again. And the central defenders have got no confidence in each other or that they are going to play next week if they concede a goal. They look terrified. Mm-hmm. My way of addressing it is to almost go, right, this guy's fit, this guy's fit, you two, right, sitting down, you're playing the next five games. Yeah. And you need to cement this in those five games. Show me, you know, show me this. And let let a, let a partnership develop. Let something you know, let something happen because right now everything they just look so terrified and yeah, it's weird. Do you, do you weird. think? Do you think Sam with um, with Sanchez? Because mm. it was it was quite public, wasn't it? Um, Mourinho's criticism criticism of him when he was Man United manager. Yeah, and, Ajax, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and do, do you wonder if that plays on Sanchez's mind at all? I think it does massively. I mean, yeah. how could it not? You know, the, the managers come in who quite publicly called you out. The one thing I would say is I am aware that apparently one of the very first meetings Jose had, which wasn't on the documentary, was with Davinson Sanchez. Right. And I'd imagine if you were walking into a club and you'd done that, you know, you'd literally singled somebody out publicly and now they're going to be your player. You're probably going to think to yourself should go and have a quick chat, <laughs> you know? Hey, um, and also I think it's worth noting that we can have 12 subs for this game for the Europa League tonight. Davinson got slammed by the fans on our page, on every page, everywhere, following his performance. And Jose took him to the press conference yesterday and told everyone, I'm not telling you who's starting, but Davinson is. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was weird seeing him get interviewed, a, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. But I think that was a look, kid. You know, forget what everyone's saying. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. You're coming with me, and and that's it. He needs an injection of confidence because I, I, someone on our Facebook page wrote when I when I posted that about the press conference that he's the worst defender he's ever seen. Oh, of course, 
Christ's sake. And I'm like, oh, really? You're, 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 you obviously did Yeah, I mean, like, was he not alive when Gary Doherty was playing at centre-back for us? Whoa, do not mock the legend that is Doherty. Oh, the only player I can remember who was classed as centre-back and centre-forward on my championship manager game at the time. I was like, what the hell is that about? Where do I play the idiot? I oh, know, left-back. No. Oh, my God, oh, the ginger Pele, yeah. The ginger Pele. <laughs> what a legend yeah um yeah i mean i, I i've watched on for a long time and this is a comment from someone based on the profile picture who should be old enough to know better but to say that he's the worst defender anyone's ever seen look i get hyperbole i get that in the west ham result you could go oh, bloody let us down again sanchez and that's fine i get that you're angry you're in the moment i felt it everyone felt it but to step back objectively a second and assess a 23, 24-year-old established Colombian international who's been there, done it across Europe, competitions, things, whose pace, he's faster than you know most of our other centre-backs. The thing that with Sanchez, I will say right now, is he gets needlessly dragged into physical confrontations. If he could stop that... Like, if he could just stop being involved in that, he wouldn't give away anywhere near as many free kicks as he gives away. Yeah. And I think every fan would embrace him more. But I think it's a thing that, like, in Holland, where he was playing with Ajax, you know, he's come from Colombia, when he plays international football, you know, if you watch Colombia in the World Cup when England played them, and obviously the other games they played, the two centre-halves, Mina and Sanchez, were great. And they played every game right in people's faces, roughing them up, right you know, right all over them. That's kind of how they play, and they're allowed to do that. There in the Premier League, strikers are a bit smarter. <laughs> you know, strikers yeah, the sure. minute they feel that defender go, ah, oh, oh yep. no, oh, oh, I've been assaulted. <laughs> you know, a la Eric Lamella. Yeah, as I say, they do a Lamella. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> um, but that's the thing, and he needs to improve that side of his game, but. The guy's 24, I think, 23, 24. Yeah. People are saying he's the worst offender they've oh, ever God. seen. Nah, I j- j- you know, you, yeah, you know what it is? Um, and, and I know you said, and I agree with you, like, we was all hurting after the game, right? Yeah. So people are angry. They're going to put things on. But, and I've, I may have said this before, like, but it just, yeah. so, mate, it grinds my gears so much when, when yeah. it, people say it. Someone said those dreaded words that just, I'm like, right, I'm angry now. More angry than the game. Go on. We're a laughing stock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We are a laughing stock. Of course we're a laughing stock, yeah. yeah. Of course we are. You know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I we just, are. Totally. Let's, yeah. let's get a, just a tiny little bit of perspective, eh, before thinking of putting yeah. that again, eh? <laughs> it, we are a laughing stock. That's one Completely. of my favourite things, right? We are a laughing stock. Yeah, you're oh. right. Out of every football club in England, yep. people are pointing at Tottenham going, ah, yeah. ha, ha, look yeah. at them. Look at them. Unbeaten since the, the first Premier game. League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a load of crap. Aren't they, oh, aren't they ridiculous? No. <laughs> You can have a situation where something freak happens. It's like calling Liverpool a laughing stock after the Aston Villa result. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Or Man United yeah. a laughing stock after it just ain't, ain't real. That's not yeah. a thing. It's yeah. a it was a crap day for them, a great day for us, a great day for Villa in that game. And the thing that makes me laugh the most, like I got a couple of West Ham fans and I shut them down straight away by just going, You're celebrating a point like you won the World Cup, not yeah. off. Oh, no. like, well, it's their, it's their cup final, isn't it? So, well I, well, I said, I said, look, I said, yeah, I said, enjoy that. I said because if I if my team came back against a team that much better than us and we drew three all at their ground, I'd be over the moon as well. But the reality is, we feel like we've lost the game, but we've got a point, and you feel like you've won the World Cup and you've got a point. Yeah, completely. And shut up after that. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing, isn't it? Like you know, I, I and I've said this before. It's levels, I, mate. Levels. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, again, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to kind of say that we're we we're, we're a top six club, aren't we? I think we're in the we're in the top six yeah. in the club. We are one of the top six, right? You know, we we yeah. regularly qualify for Europe. I appreciate the trophies aren't there, but we are a big player in the league, you know. And with them, I mean, look, look, most most of our Spurs fans are, are fairly disappointed that we're only in the Europa League this season, aren't we? Yeah. we we're disappointed with this. West Ham, my God, they'd probably chew off their left hand to play yeah. in, a, in a season in, in Europe, wouldn't they, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. they're and just not in the same the league that's as us, are they? That's it, they're not. And it's, 
it's embarrassing for them, but it's fine. It's cool, you know. Pat them on the head and go, go on, go and have your little rivalry. Go on, it's fine. I got one, one of the dads. Um, one of the dads at my school, um, not my school, my my, my kids' school. Just my, he spent my week, school is mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm 41, but you know they'll get rid of me one day. But uh, <laughs> nice. yeah, he comes in. Like, he's been coming every day this week in his West Ham shirt. Every day, oh, Monday oh. to Thursday, he, he's been coming in every day, yeah. dropping his, his his little boy off in his West Ham shirt, and I'm like. Well, have your bit, have your moment, but Jesus Christ, it was I a draw mean, at the end of the day, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, and that's it, and that is the thing. It was a draw, but to be honest with you, mate, I, I kind of look at that and I smile because I'm like, yeah, all right, love it, that's fine. If we, if like for us, for example, we went to Real Madrid and we were three 0 down and we came back and drew three all. Guess what? I'd wear my Tottenham shirt every day. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. and that's the levels. That's the thing, and. When you point that out to them, they get upset. But that's the reality. If you are celebrating that much, then that's the thing. And I, all right, like this is going to hurt, okay? But I'm going to bring this up. I remember Tottenham when we play Arsenal and we get a draw, and I'd be like, yes, like the four-all draw. Oh, yeah, when right, any, any game, yeah, the yeah. four-all draw is a perfect example because we came back. I celebrated that like I celebrated the League Cup when you know I was just like, <laughs> this is it, come on. It's amazing. I, my mate who was an Arsenal fan, I gave him crap after crap. And he just kept looking at me like, what are you celebrating? You know, what are you doing? <laughs> and that's how I feel now. I'm like looking at West Ham fans going, oh, knock it off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, can I just can I just say as well, you reminded me, yeah. Sam, I wanted to mention it on the podcast. Yes. Um, I got my uh, my Leighton Orient training top uh, delivered. And I know I just sent oh, a picture nice. on Messenger. I did show yeah. you. But uh, I just wanted to mention it because I know it was something a lot of us Spurs fans did uh, yeah. buying, buying stuff from the shop. And I hope that it, it helped contribute towards... Um, a decent amount of money for them. It's quite nice, actually. I'm going to take it out when I go running. But uh, ah, lovely. Yeah, I mean, you, you can you can have you can have Lake Norwich as a second club, can't you? Yeah, I've I've adopted them. I'm much better than the Bristol yeah. crap around me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I actually ordered my daughter a shirt from them, which hasn't arrived. Right. Um, okay. So... Yeah. Oh, hopefully that won't be long. I think probably because this was a training top as opposed to an actual kit that yeah, they probably had more in stock. Probably. And also, hopefully, because they're just, hopefully, was just so inundated with orders that they've kind of yeah. just got a bit of a back. I hope so. I hope so. I hope, because I know a lot of Tottenham fans said they were doing it, so I hope, yeah. I hope they have. Um, I know, I know, because I put it on Twitter and then I put someone, someone underneath just went, I've just pretty much cleared out their on sale items. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what? He went, well, he had like loads of mugs and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, well, that's fine. Like, I, I need mugs for the office. I've now got 12 late in Orient mugs. Quality, quality. <laughs> Fair play, that'll do. <laughs> um, now, Jeff Edwards, going back to these questions, he says, how far do you think we'll go in the Europa League? I think we're going to win it. Mm. Yeah, Mourinho's, Mourinho has been talking a lot, hasn't he, about yeah. the fact that every time he's been in it, he's won it. And and he and he, he he was at pains, I think, to say as well that he's lost some group games, but it, yeah. it, it has eventually not yeah. mattered. So it's almost like, don't worry what's going to happen. If we lose a couple of games, I'm still going to win it first this yeah. season. I think that's yeah, his message. I don't, I don't, I, I, yeah, 100%. I've decided I'm going to put that out there in the universe with conviction and positivity. I think that he and I think the team are going to target that trophy this season. Because, yeah. one, you're in the Champions League if you win it. And two, it's a friggin' trophy. Yes. And it's a nice one. I like the Europa League trophy. Yes. I always have. Um, it's a little anyway. bit better than the Audi Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look, don't diss the Audi car, mate. Don't, don't do that. I, I watched Musa Sissoko lift that trophy with a tear in my eye because Musa Sissoko plays for my football club. I was crying. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, ben Teary says, oh, here we go. Um, do you think we are still in the building process, another project, or do you think we have a real shot at winning something? We have spent the last five or so years waiting for projects to build, and obviously Harry and Sonny are 27-odd now. Um, we've added the quality fullbacks. We've added the absolute beast that is Hoybier. Um, well done if you said that again, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Pierre-Amir Hoybier. Um, obviously, it takes time well to gel, but I think the recent performances show that we are ready. Cheers, buddy. Um, then the shite against the greatest rivals, haha, at the weekend as us all thinking we will have to work to do. Where do you think we are? Sorry this ended up being so long. That's actually a pretty decent question. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't think, um, and I know I've said this before, but I don't think Mourinho necessarily does projects. No. He's not a project <laughs> no. man. No, this is a, this is what I need to win. And I think Daniel's given it to him and it's now up to Jose to win something. 
Yeah. Genuinely, that's my belief. I, I, I think Daniel Levy, with all the financial restrictions, all the stadium stuff with Pochettino, was a perfect marriage at the time of Pochettino, more than happy to build a project, work with players, coach them. Daniel Levy with no money, more than happy to sort of go, oh, look, I'll, I'll spend a little bit on that guy. No, no, I'm fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll promote someone. Oh, okay. And that worked. Daniel Levy, I think, looked at the way the fans were, looked at, got to the Champions League final and kind of had that taste of what this could be. <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course. This, yeah. And, and then went, okay, yeah, right, the fans are demanding, I'm demanding. Jose Mourinho is someone that Daniel Levy's wanted to bring to the club for a while. Um, I don't think that's any secret. I think he even said it on the Amazon documentary. Um, and I think he's backed him because he's gone. Look, if you don't, you bring Jose Mourinho in, and he says I need this type of player in these positions, and then you don't give it to him, you're just going to get what happened at Man United. Yeah, I pissed course. off Jose Mourinho. Every yep. press conference being this is shite. I should have got defender. I should have got this. What he's done is he's given him what he asked for, and every press conference, Jose's like, "He did an amazing job. I've got this amazing squad, you know." And it's a completely different f- tone and everything. One of the things Jose said about the squad, and it's something I, I kind of sort of sat back for a moment and thought about, but he's right, is that he he said there's no longer a complacent attitude. He said there is a friendship, a camaraderie but also a tension, which I love. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I kind of was like, what does he mean by that? Surely a tension in the squad isn't a good thing. But then I'm like, analyse it. I'm like, oh, I think I know what he means. He's basically saying that Ben Davies now is no longer going to play every game if he's fit, you know? And he knows that. So he knows his levels need to be right up. Um, you look at Aurier, the same. I actually think Aurier is probably having his best season for it. I know we're only six, seven, eight games in cross competitions, but I think Aurier's looked better this season than he has any other for us. So I don't yeah, know about agreed. you. No, I agree with you. I completely agree, yeah. Um, which, which is mad, really. Um, the only, you know, everywhere across the park, all of a sudden, like Undombele and Luchelso, all of us are like, please get a game where they can play together because we are like watering at the mouth to see those two with Hoybier behind them, you know? Mm, <laughs> we're mm. all just like can't wait. But like both of them like a little bit of fitness issues, so we're like seeing forty five minutes of one, forty five minutes of the other and Yeah. And it's like, oh the minute this comes together and like you see Winks and others must be like, Oh right, I'm gonna need to step up and I yeah, I know what he means now. I get it. I get it. like Lamella Lamella's performance in a few games now has been phenomenal. And you're like where the hell's that come from? Oh, I know. We signed Lamella to replace Gareth Bale, and Gareth Bale's returned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it, how it works? A, yeah. And all of a sudden, Lamella's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> less, less step over is more finding the back of the net, shall us? Um, it's, it's, in, it's just interesting. And um, is I don't, you know, the guys said there about another project. I don't think this is a project. This, this is it. This is... Our attempt to win something this season, definitely. Um, yeah. And I do think there are opportunities there. When, when, when you said as well, te- the, with the tension uh, in the squad, yeah. I, I like my my mind goes to that uh, episode of uh, the documentary where he gets the two to teams to play. Yeah, yeah, and Sonny comes, Sonny comes yeah. often. I, I I get the feeling that's the kind of tension he wants. That kind of like yeah. we're we, we're pals. We're on the same. We're in the same squad. Yeah. But you know that it's the bite isn't it he wants the bite from the players that 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 appetite and kind of the 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 not almost the nastiness out of them well that that i mean i think sums it up i think a nastier you know i I, I say this and this is a real easy thing to say in hindsight right this this is a really daft thing to say but eric lamella coming on for bail instead of bail against west ham right i don't think we lose that game I think mm. Eric Lamella comes on and kicks someone up in the air for ten minutes. I think he comes on and you know falls over, takes a foul, does something yeah. nasty. Yeah, sure. It's a very grizzled, nasty type of player, Eric Lamella, that everybody hates unless you're a Tottenham fan. And in fact, a lot of Tottenham fans hate him. But, yeah, yeah. But like, I I genuinely believe that. I just that type of thing, and I think. Jose's learning his squad. I think Jose's learning, like, okay, in this situation, 
what change do I make? You know, Undon Bale had to come off the guy run himself into the ground. Probably one of his best performances for us so far as well. But when you bring on Winks, you're not going to have that same thing. So you can't make that change like for like. I think you need to make that change and go, right, now Winks is coming on. We're going to do this. You know, things need to change. Um, and I think he's learning that. I think we as fans are seeing it. Um, and and it's a slight evolution. But I do think that this is the squad. And, you know, Jose says it. And I think a lot of us admire that uh, bluntness from him. You know, it's not a case of, you know, we need a bit of luck. We need this. He's like, no, we're going to win that. <laughs> you know, this yeah, is our aim. Yeah, our aim yeah. is to win that. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we all know you do need a little bit of luck at times. But... I, I quite like that. I do quite like that attitude. Mm, I agree. Okay, John Coys Hanan. What a great middle name for a Tottenham fan. <laughs> um, he says, given that beating top four rivals Manchester United was more significant than not beating West Ham, can Jose learn from this and sort his defence out during these theoretically easy four weeks of Premier League and Europa matches before we play the crucial pre-Christmas top six matches against another London derby? Against a mid-table Arsenal. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, John, I admire your bitch slap to the Gunners there. Um, I, I think we've we've discussed this at length already, and hopefully you're happy with what we talked about so far. But you will always learn more about your side from the situations like with West Ham than you will against hammering Man United or hammering somebody. Um, yeah, and I think Sun, didn't yeah. Sonny say uh, uh, he's, he's on he's quoted on an interview afterwards yeah. as saying, you know, this is something we we have to re- yeah. remember. You know, we have to remember yeah. the pain. You know, yeah. Well, according to uh, a few journalists, like after the game, a lot of them stayed there talking, and it was just this kind of, I don't want to feel like this again. Mm. You know, I, I've we've experienced stuff, we've done stuff, and it's gone wrong, and it's like take the moment, and then they had a like a video session, basically going over it, and. Like the players apparently are all sat there with their heads in their hands, like, How did we, why did I do that? Why yeah. did you know? And and that's the thing, it's like sometimes you need to do that crap thing to then eliminate it for a bigger game, yeah. Um, you know, and I know we're having a few pot shots at West Ham here, and that's fine because they deserve it, but like. When we play, you know, if we then go and beat Arsenal 3 0, for example, and we just see the game out solid, every one of us can look at it and go. Maybe if it weren't for the West Ham game, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, of course. So let's let's try and take it forward and see where we go. Now, don't get me wrong. If these type of things happen again and again and again for the next few weeks, we're going to be having a very different conversation, people. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, of course. Right yeah. now, we can go right. That's a freak. Let's let's see what happens next. And yeah. and you know, like you you pointed out that Sunny interview was spot on, which is. It's not acceptable. We're all hurting from it, but all of us are now going to channel that in a positive way. Yeah. And if they can, then that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, ben Teary says, do you think we're... Oh, hang on. No, I think I've done this one. Yes, I have. Let's do another one. Ryan Miller. Sorry, Ben. I read you out twice. Ryan Miller says, says why always us? 3-0 up with 10 minutes to go is exactly as per my question last week. We smashed Man United, then we have a crap result. <laughs> my question is... What can Mourinho do to change the mindset of the players and finish this kind of game off? I think we've discussed this at length already, haven't we? Um, yeah, and also him saying why always us. I mean, I, I, I said it tonight. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's not always us, mate. You know, that like you, you any every club has heartache results, and and you know it's work it's works both ways. I mean, we've had games, haven't we? Uh, I can't think yeah. of one uh, in in. It, recently but of late but where we've scored last minute I can think of a good one when we played Aston Villa a few years ago we remember when Harry Kane scored that free kick uh, right at the end and it took that deflection didn't it Uh, it was away to Aston Villa they were 1-0 up so as far as they were concerned they were 1-0 up against us and then the last kick of the game we we, we win the game 2-1 so that to them, they would have gone home in pain, wouldn't they? You know, so these things happen. Yeah, to and, and, and I'm fairly confident Ajax are still hurting. Well, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. There's a yeah. perfect there's, example. There's another, there's a, yeah, another that's a, example. There's a, there's, a, there's a slightly bigger example, yeah, yeah but absolutely, yeah. yeah absolutely. I, 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 I imagine one or two of them still, it still smarts a little. Oh, my God. Um, that would, you would, you would just, I mean, that physical pain as an Ajax fan, if you, especially yeah. if he was there, because they were yeah, singing I, right to that last moment, I weren't know. they? I know, they oh, were, and then oh, the goal swords, went in, man. and they all shut up. Oh, <laughs> I, um, oh, <laughs> I, 
I, see, the thing is, I like Ajax as a club. I, yeah. I admire them. I love them. They are my team in Holland. I just always have been. But it's, it's very difficult for me to feel sorry for them because I love that moment so much. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and at halftime, they were so arrogant. <laughs> so yep, it yep, just yep. makes me smile. Yes. Um, Alpesh K. Patel says, Did we lose on Sunday because we don't have a voice or a leader upon the team to be captain material? I know Harry can lead from the front, but where's the voice at the backs to steady the ship? We lost it from the back with two set plays and Hugo just not communicating on the second goal. It's a real valid point because I pointed out to you about how nervous they looked. Mm. None of them were talking. Yeah, they do you were know? All just like in themselves, yeah, shy, timid. Yes, it's it's really interesting that you, that he brings it up as well because uh, I, I say like I was talking to to Seb during the game. He was having a conversation. He said, "Why isn't Harry 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 Kane captain?" And I yeah. said, "You put Harry Kane in any other team in the world, and he will be captain. Yeah. It just happens that he's yeah. in, in the team with the World yeah. Cup winning captain. So there's not much yeah. chance that he's going to yeah. overtake him, you know. But no. but but you're right. Like you you get the like the, I think the thing is like. Davidson Sanchez, he he's very you can, he seems very quite he's, he's not he doesn't come across as a leader yeah. type, does he? I mean that's that's fairly obvious. No, no, to, Toby, I think he, yeah. he he kind of has the potential, and I think Dyer does as well. Dyer has that potential to be yeah. that sort of. But then then you can see them being quite introvert, like and like you say that 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 yeah. goal that uh, that well, after the first goal winning against West Ham, you you could see that there was yeah, no like g and up. It was like they just all no, went into themselves, body didn't they? Went. It was awful. It was. It was, it was weird. Yeah. You know, if I like, for example, you know, as a fan seeing that, it was awful. But I imagine Jose seeing that, that would trouble me. You know, yeah, that, it, that would be the result. Whatever, that's freaky. But actually seeing their body language go like that would worry me. Yeah, and also, you say Jose Mourinho seeing it. You, 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 yeah. I guarantee Jose Mourinho was thinking, if only I had a John Terry type player, because yeah. that's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what we need—a John Terry yeah. type defender, yeah. just just loud, like yeah. vocal, well, cocky, confident. Funny, Funnily enough, the lad we signed, the Welsh centre back, I don't think he's shy. Good, <laughs> good. I, yeah, he, he comes across as a very abrasive, very talented, very confident. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes because, of course, there's a step up from Championship to Premier League, but we've seen with numerous players now. Look at Leeds; <laughs> that team was a Championship team with maybe one or two different players. Yeah. They don't look. They don't look out of place. They're comfortable, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They are looking a very good side at the Premier League level. So players can move between the two and look good. You know, you only got to look at the Swansea fan reaction to him leaving. All the coaches and everyone talking about him. You know, people in football who know football have all been pointing at him for a while, saying best centre back in the Championship. Yeah, and you, that's, yeah. Not, that's not to be sniffed at. No, of course. I uh, I posted on this on the on the. Uh, uh, website yesterday a story, uh, story I found where um, an a ex Swansea uh, player like one of their legends um, saying yeah. that he, he thinks that Swansea were well and truly ripped off with how much we paid for him so <laughs> yeah. well yeah. underpaid suppose well underpaid what yeah. he's worth yeah, that that seems to be a pattern. <laughs> it seems to be a constant stream of Wolves fans, Southampton fans, um, Benfica fans. Everyone just going, "What the? F- did you <laughs> Why not? Did not? That did, did you not? Know Spurs need to do. They need to. They need to print off like a a, a stack of stickers, like a like a ten thousand stickers. And every time they yeah. do a deal, they give the, one of the stickers to to the or, or give a, pa- a pad so that the whole team can have one. And it just says, "You've been levied." <laughs> 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 yeah, I've been ripped off by Daniel Levy. There you go. Yeah. Okay, everything's signed. Great, here's your T-shirt. Yeah. By the I've way, that T-shirt was five ninety nine. I've added it to the contract. <laughs> you, you know that story about Luka Modric's old club, don't you? No, remind me. I may do, remind me. When Tottenham signed Luka Modric, um, the club said, you know, thank you, you know, we've agreed this fee and everything. We wish Luka all the best. Is it possible when you assign him a squad number and put his name on a shirt, you could send us a couple of shirts because we'd like to put them in our clubhouse? You know, Luka's left us, you know, academy boy's gone on to Tottenham. That's great. And Daniel Lee said, yeah, of course. And when they got the final statement and everything, he deducted the cost of the two shirts from the <laughs> oh, money. No way. <laughs> 16.5 million minus the cost of two Minus goals. 80 quid. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you, 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 you. <laughs> oh, my word. That yeah, is Levy yeah. all over, isn't it? 
it really is. It's kind of like, oh, what are you doing to me? It's just, it's cool, I mean, I get it. He's on our side, so. But yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, um, the final few questions, Ed. So Scott Stone says, in what order would you prioritise the competitions for this season? He then says, keep up the good work, guys. And he wants to point out that he's from the East Yorkshire Spurs group. Our mate joined you, by the way, Dan Beecroft. Look him up, bully him a bit. No, don't bully him a bit. Yeah, go on, bully him a bit. Nah. Um, yeah, um, Dan is one of the uh, admins of Spurs News. The founder of the page, the king of Spurs news. I think I think um, we need to I think we need to rename him from admin to kind of maybe ambassador, maybe ambassador. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ambassador, ambassador Dan. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's gone out to East Yorkshire Spurs. He's looking forward to attending get-togethers when you're allowed to do such things, um, and you may all buy him drinks, and then you can yeah get on the podcast. Um, but what order would you prioritize the competitions? I mean. It's so early in the season. I mean, right now you're in all of them, or we are in all of them. So, I mean, Premier League, Europa yeah. League, FA Cup, um, League Cup, probably. Um, and that's purely down to money, because of my age, I want to put the FA Cup right up there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I have to realise that that's just a thing for me. It's, it's not sentimental, a, Sam, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a sentimental thing. It's not a reality of football anymore. But yeah, if it, if it was me, that'd be first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. It's like, I want the FA Cup more than anything. The year's ending in a one, people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Premier League, Europa League, FA Cup, League Cup. Um Right now we're in all of them, and I think Jose's like we got to finish the season with a trophy. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Yeah. You know, if we could land the, it's one of those weird things, right? You land the League Cup, which obviously is the first trophy the season that's available. And I'm not saying we are. I'm just saying if you could do that, imagine the boost that gives the team to have that monkey off your back. Mm-hmm. You know, if imagine you're in the top four of the Premier League and there is a genuine fight going on for the title. And you're in that. You're still in the FA Cup. You're still in the Europa League. And you've won that trophy. And the whole club could then go, oh, at last. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, Breathe. Damn. Okay, so that, that monkey's gone. Yeah. All of a sudden, you'd go, I want another one. Yeah. And I, I bet that's in his mind. You know, I know we got past Chelsea when he was kind of like, oh, I'm going to field a weakened team. It's, that was yeah, mind games, Sam. Compete. That was mind games. Yeah. Oh, Sonny. Oh, Sonny's like broken his leg in half. Oh, the guy's <laughs> never going to walk again. I don't know what the hell. And then the next thing you know, Sonny's starting against Man United. We field a pretty strong team against Chelsea. <laughs> it just, the, the guy the guy is targeting that. I, I think psychologically he knows you lift the trophy, and all of a sudden, it's thank goodness we've got that monkey off our back. But every player's gonna be like, "I want to feel like that again." Yeah, completely. I, I want that again. I want to yeah. do that again. Yeah. Of course, there's this little bit of me, right? You know, we talked about how it's not always us, and we gotta stop thinking of this like, "Oh, why is it always Tottenham?" There is that little bit of me would say that for the first time in I don't know how many years we're going to lift the trophy and I bet we do it in an empty bloody stadium. Oh, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, that's about right. Um, Andrew Peckham says, who do you boys think is our best midfield combination? Personally, I'd love to see Undombele, Le Celso and Pierre-Emile Huybier. Uh, yeah. He then says, great work as always. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, he's a mate of mine, Andy. And yeah, I agree with you, mate. Yeah, definitely. I'd, 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 that's, that'd be my free as well. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, I can't wait to see it. Um, okay, Liam Hickey has two questions. Bit cheeky, to be honest with you, Liam. But I'll yeah, let it slide this week. Give people an inch, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I know. Take an absolute <laughs> mile. Just two questions from me, gents. Look forward to the podcast as always. I'll oh, see. He throws a compliment in there. He's smart, isn't he? He's there you smart. go. You can have your two questions, um, Liam. Will we ever lose Spursy? Well, Liam, you can stick your second question up your ass. I ain't even <laughs> going to talk to you if you're going to bring that up. <laughs> Um, yeah, we will, because it's a thing that we keep alive ourselves. I say it every now and again in pure frustration. I'm sure you do it. I think others do it as well. I think every single team is... Matt, you pointed out earlier on, you said it so much better than me, and it was such a great point. Every team, if you speak to a fan of every team, they are oh, always us. Mm. It's always us. Why is it always us? We're no different. The only difference is, is we've actually coined an expression from it. That has then gone viral on social media, so other teams throw at us as well. Um, you know, if other teams had done the same thing, they we'd have it for them as well. I'm sure there are, but yeah, Spursies exist. Will we ever lose it? Nah, because people like to bring it up. 
like I've said this before, we could win every competition we're in for 10 years and then we'd lose a game 2-1 to somebody and it'd be like, oh, so Spursy. We're a laughing <laughs> you know? stock. Yeah, we're a laughing stock. <laughs> yeah, see, Matt knows. Matt knows, you know. Literally win every game for 10 years, win every competition, dominate football like no team has done before. Then we lose and it's like, oh, why is it always us? <laughs> we suck so bad. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, it's one of those things. We just got to change our perspective on it. Um, number two, my newsfeed was full of Arsenal fans taking the piss out of us for West Ham result. After they lost, gave really fo- <laughs> have they really fallen that far behind that they're giving us crap over that? Um, to be honest with you, yeah, they have. Yeah. Um, their fans are still all they've got is a trophy thing. That's literally it. All they've got is, oh, talk to me when you've won summer. Talk to me. And, and it's fine. It's like, okay, that's fine. But the thing I want to try and remind Tottenham fans, and I just said it then, and it is true, no matter what we win, they will they will continue with something. Because yeah. they have to. You have yeah. to find something to give someone crap about. I remember when we were truly crap, okay? Right, 90s, we were appalling. And my only thing that I thought was a justifiable dig at my Arsenal fans were, yeah, whatever, Arsenal France. Why don't you get an English player in your team every now and again? Desperate times, sir. Desperate times. Lifting the Premier League again, are you? Well, one of your teammates should probably try and speak English this week. Wow, I hear French is the national language of Arsenal now. That was it. That was what I had. And now I'm older, I'm looking at I'm going, wow. That was all I had. And now, so when I look at them saying stuff like, yeah, well, talk to me when you've won a trophy. I'm like, wow, that's all you've got. Yeah. That's it. Completely. You can't beat us. You know we play better football than you. Our stadium's better. Everything, our club's now bigger. Everything points to that. All you've got is, yeah, but what have you won? Well, and when we win something, they'll go, yeah, but that's only the League Cup. Yeah. yeah, but that's only the FA Cup. Did, yeah, did, but that's only did, the did you do the invincible? Did you do the invincible? When, yeah. Talk yeah. to me when you've you not yeah. lost a game all season. Yeah, yeah, that's what you'll get. When and you're... if we did that, it'd be like, yeah, we did it first. Yeah, yeah. So you just got to realise that that's what it's going to be no matter what. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, that is every question. Um, the one thing I've not done yet, and I did promise everybody I do, is a loan update um, for our players who are out on loan. Um, so if you're happy, Matt, I'll do that now quite quickly. Yeah, go for it, mate. And now it's time for the loan update. We have Troy Parrott is currently on loan at Millwall. However, Troy Parrott is currently injured. Um, it's a little bit frustrating. He's done his ankle ligaments. He's going to be out for about six weeks and he's returned to Hotspur Way to be treated by our physios. Um, basically Millwall decided, you know, the facilities at Tottenham for rehab were probably far superior than theirs. They are. Um, and yeah, Troy is back with us. He's going to work the rehab. As soon as he's back fit again, he'll return the training with Millwall. They think after the next international break, he'll be playing. Um, Millwall's manager is still very keen to get him in the first team. Um, yeah, they're still very, very keen on him. Um, so really sad start to his loan, his first ever loan. Um, so yeah, hopefully that gets corrected nice and soon. Uh, TJ Ioma is out on loan and he's playing practically every single game for Lincoln. And it's a great loan for him. He's playing central defence and right back, um, which is what the club wanted, you know, to see, see kind of how he goes. And he's playing all the time, which is brilliant. Uh, Oliver Skip, um, Norwich fans love him. They've dubbed him a man of steel because he walked off quite possibly one of the worst leg-breaking challenges I've ever seen at the weekend. Wow. And he got up, shook it off, and walked off. And the player still got a red card. Like, literally, it was that bad. Skippy got up, and the guy still got sent off. It was horrific. The Norwich manager was quoted after the game saying, I thought... He was. Lo- I thought we'd lost him. I thought that was him out for the season. I was worried for the kid's career when I saw the challenge. It was that bad. If you've wow. not seen it, find it. It is horrific. But Norwich fans are like, you cannot break him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they're so they're they love him. They're genuinely, they absolutely love him. They they rave about him constantly. Um, it's great to see. I mean, he's a player that you know anyone who listens to this podcast a lot of time knows that I've just been so. This is it. This is the kid. This is the one that's coming through the academy. Trust me. 
Um, and he's playing in the championship, and he's playing every game. If he's fit, he's playing. He starts, he plays the whole game. This is a perfect loan for him. I'm so happy it's going well. Um, but yeah, if you get a chance to watch Norwich, he'll be there. Uh, Jack Rolls uh, yet to really get going. He's made two short appearances on his loan. Uh, but yeah, nothing really there yet. The same for Shiloh Tracy. Yet to feature... Um, poor start to the loan, really, because you want him to at least be getting minutes. Uh, so that might be one worth keeping an eye on. Uh, Ryan Sessignon, as most people will know, he's on loan in Germany at Hoffenheim. Um, he got 10 minutes, 15 minutes off the bench uh, at the weekend. But he is expected to start in the Europa League for them tonight. So... Oh, if you good. get chance, yeah, you get chance to check them out. He'll be playing. Uh, similar for Yuan Foyf, who was on the bench at the weekend for Villarreal. Uh, he's expected to play tonight in the Europa League. So again, keep an eye out for that. Quite interesting to see if he plays central defence or right back because for Argentina, they want him as a right back, and Pochettino was coaching him to convert to a right back. Right. So I know Villarreal have got an option to buy him. I'm just curious at where he's going to play. It might be interesting. Uh, Kaziah Sterling has started and played two full games on his loan. Delighted for him. This kid, the last two, three seasons, just one freak injury after another. Um, just just play some games, Kaz, and I know goals will come for him if he does. Um, the next, well, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers has not played yet. He's joined Bournemouth on loan. He's expected to make his debut this week. So Cameron again back in the championship with Bournemouth. So good club. The last one, I can't pronounce his name. Okay. I've tried. I've asked people who know the academy players to tell me, so like phonetically, how do I say this? And they've been really mean and said, just try it. I want to hear you try it. So, Josh Unawemi. Stop laughing, you bunch of bastards. I know who you are. I know you're laughing. Uh, he has gone down to the National League. I mean, he's a goalkeeper, uh, 18, 19 years old. Um, and he's hopefully going to be starting their goalkeeper. He, he was on the bench for the first game he was there. He literally only trained with them for like two days. So, he's straight in and involved. Um, we're hoping, and the hope is, the loan's still January, but the hope is he'll establish himself as their first choice keeper. I know, you know, this is National League, but as a teenager playing first team football every week, it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, you know, of course. It really is a good thing. So that's that's the loan update. Um, I will try and do that every few weeks. Um, I'm, I'm definitely do it once a month. I did do it once every two weeks at one point, but it got kind of tedious because it was basically still the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll try and do it monthly. Uh, but, mate, is there anything else you want to talk about this week? No, I think we covered it all, I think. Yeah, I think we have. Um, obviously, we play tonight in the Europa League, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, of course. We're recording it on Thursday afternoon. So, Thursday night, we play in the Europa League. We're playing LASK, L-A-S-K. Um, I do want to say this to Tottenham fans. If you're listening to this before the game, or perhaps context after the game, LASK played in the Europa League last year and finished top... Of their group, in the group, they had Sporting Lisbon, PSV Eindhoven and Rosenberg. They're not a wow. pushover. Yeah, everyone's got it in their minds that these games are all going to be walkovers. They're not. Hmm. You know, they're there to play and all of them are going to want to beat us. Because oh, we are the team in that. You know, Jose Mourinho, Harry Kane, we are the ones that all of them are going... Yes, please. That's the game I'm looking forward to. They're going to race. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're like West Ham. It's going to be their cup final. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back next week talking more all things Tottenham Hotspur. Until then, my friend, you take care. I'll speak to you then. Yeah, take care. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page with over 60,000 fellow Tottenham fans at facebook.com slash Spurs News.